The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Hope you're having a great day. Or night. Or night, whatever it might be. Okay, so I just love this topic. This is a creepy, spooky, weird one. <laughs> that human well, beings are learning about right now. Well, you right? know what? There were actually some pretty um, innovative films done on this very topic that back in the day it was kind of like, what is that? What the F? What the bleep? Like, it was just, what? This is true, people. Say, t- tell them the So the saying, the, the saying that you may have heard before is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I mean, this is real. <laughs> you it's know what real. I, okay. And it's not just about, oh, be Pollyanna and be an optimist mm-hmm. and see the world with rose-colored glasses. I mean, in a very general sweeping way, the idea of rose-colored glasses, yes. But there's science Well, this this reminds me of a story I heard about an experiment in a school where different teachers were told that the students in their classroom were either above average or Mm. they were told your students are below average. Mm. And based purely on that teacher's perception and the way that Mm -hmm. they saw their students, Mm -hmm. that affected the way that the students thrived or not performed yeah yes Uh, yes because and why why is that because when you change the way (laughs) you look at things the things you look at change well we are energetic beings first and foremost we are energetic beings and even things that are inanimate have an energy to it i have to cough because i'm getting all excited okay this reminds me of a tweet (laughs) this is just like a lateral Thinking podcast. This reminds me of a tweet I saw by Neil deGrasse Tyson. He said, oh, we love him. He said, you matter. Except when you're multiplied by the speed of light, then you energy. <laughs> so geeky, yeah? It's very okay, geeky. Anyways. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, we got to get, we got to give a little more structure here because it's before we just. Okay. We're talking about anything. So we're all about percep- this is all about perceptions <sighs> and we're just going to have a fun conversation about the power that we have over our perceptions yes. and the power of that. Right. Because you know, sometimes with our circumstances in life when things happen because things will happen. Like shit. Yeah. Shit happens. So we have to realize that even though we may not feel we can control those things. We do have control over our perception of what just happened, mm-hmm. over our perception of our circumstances. That is absolutely within our control. 
if we can get over it. You know, if we can get over ourselves. Can, yeah. To that, cultivate that's the hard part. this. I think. To cultivate and choose to be and operate from this place of, of power mm-hmm. and adjust our perception mm-hmm. in order for it to be aligned with the highest vision that we have for ourselves. I think, you know what, for me, that's the hard part is to change my perception and to relinquish and let go of my old perception. But I think it's really, but I think it's, I think that's a challenge for all of us really. Yeah. Because we're just, it's just a condition, you know, it's just a, a habit to react a certain way. And, and I think that in addition to our, a particular way of perceiving being a habit, I think it's also the way that our ego or the way that we uh, have a sense of self, right? Like I, I have this opinion. That's who I am. I have this opinion mm. of, of, and this way of looking at things. So yeah. if I give that up, who am I? That is right? exactly, and, and the one that is saying, oh, I have this opinion, that's the, from the ego. Right. And, and the it, ego it, doesn't want to die. It thinks it's going to die mm-hmm. if it doesn't have that, that attachment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's so interesting. That's the tricky part. Is, it is very yeah. tricky. It's very tricky. So... With this, with this, you know, um, with the with the knowledge of this maybe newfound power of being able to change your perception, something you have to remember is it's not about okay. Well, when something bad happens, or something perceived as bad <laughs> happens, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't mean oh you can't feel badly about it. Or, oh, however you feel about it, don't feel that way and just sweep it under the rug and be happy and change your perception. Oh, that's so gross and creepy. It does mean that because being in your position and place of power, being in your own personal spiritual power means to be and to have those feelings. Okay. You want to honor those feelings okay. because many times those feelings... Mm-hmm. They are, it's like our antennas, you know, it's, it's important to pay attention to how you feel. Mm. So you can't just kind of shut down some and say, these feelings are not good. Oh, and, and say that, shut well, down I'm open these are good. Right. It's like, like you need nothing to, matters to me because I'm just above it all like that. Right. So feeling <laughs> the feelings is an important step in being in your place of power. So if something happens and you're like, oh my God, that happened. You don't just jump to and find the new perception. Okay, feel how you feel about that thing happening. Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. I'm so stressed out. I don't know, this is going to be so bad. I just can't, you know, and be in that for a moment. The thing about it is to have those feelings. Honor them. Respect respect them. But then to realize, okay, all right, you know what? I don't have to allow this situation, this circumstance to have so much power. Mm. I can remember the more infinite side of me that has more power than this little circumstance. Mm. You know, so you kind of put things in perspective as far as 
everything that's happening is truly happening for us. And I think that's a hard one to swallow. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, it's yeah. like, really? But when you think about the worst <laughs> things that have happened to you, that has, have, have felt like they're happening to you, mm-hmm. you can see how you've grown from them, you yes. know? So it's true. inspired you to evolve. Mm-hmm. And it's like without that, would you evolved in that would you have evolved in that way? Mm. Possibly. But we need these things, you know, to help us grow to the next level. And so if we can really curb that initial reaction of wanting to just think like, oh my God, that's happening to me. I'm so mad at that. I just, you know, and and staying stuck in that. Mm. If we can curb that, feel it, honor the feelings like you said, take some deep breaths, and then go, okay, you know what? But I'm not going to allow that to have power over me. What is a way I can view this in order to stay aligned with my higher purpose, in order to stay aligned with a better part of myself? How can I view this? Yeah. The way I understand that is kind of using the two parts or acknowledging and welcoming and embracing the two parts of ourselves. Mm. And the two parts being the subconscious and mm-hmm. the conscious. And I thought you were going to say human and spiritual. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Okay. No, no, go with your thought. Go okay. with your thought. Because I feel the subconscious is the part that I'm seeing as being the part that just has an automatic instinctual reaction that feels the agitation and the the frustration or the overwhelm, right? The part that needs to be processed and Mm. honored and respected and needs to be worked through. You have that part. Yeah. And it doesn't do anybody any good to try and deny that part. Right. That's why we have to process it yeah. and acknowledge it. But though... Not bypass and leap over. Right. Don't, and I think, don't try to ignore it but and I think pretend that, that you don't feel it like that. But I think that a lot of spiritual students, and we are spiritual students yes. ourselves, tend to think that you're supposed to bypass that. Let's just hop over to what I'm supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, if you're su- if you're actually very evolved and spiritual, then you won't. You're not going to feel, feel any, any. Yeah. Then nothing will bother you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's not true. Okay. Yeah, it's just having the tools to know how to deal with things that come your way without hurting others. Hopefully, right? Without hurting others, yeah. staying aligned. But finish your thought. Okay, so that's the subconscious part that kicks up the dust and is like holy crap what the f and just needs to freak out a little bit and discharge or whatever and the conscious part is the part of us that's aware and has the capacity to observe and uh i guess to facilitate the space for the subconscious to do its thing but to also then step in and say Thank you. And now let's use the power of the conscious to set a new meaning for mm-hmm. what just happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a real exercise for. Uh, that's hard, man. You know, to, it is. Again, it's a challenge. Yeah, 
it's a challenge ego and all that but i think you know <laughs> i'm what? thinking of so many different are things are you thinking so of the impala right that now. i told you about Remember no, the video? but why don't you tell that story? Okay. I love that so, story. So I came across this video of an impala out in the wild that had been caught by, I think it was a cheetah. And this impala acting out of its instinctual subconscious went into this state of fight, flight, slash, freeze. So it just froze. And I think the state is called tonic immobility. I'm not, mm. I'm not exactly sure of the exact scientific name, but there's a state that animals, including humans, will go into when faced with extreme trauma. And we, you just freeze. Yeah. You just freeze. And, you, and essentially, it's like you're dead. You play dead. Like you just... You can't move. You can't do anything. The f- I guess it's kind of it's kind of like those scary movies where you're yelling at the the person, and you're going, "Get up! Like go! What? What? Why are you taking so long? Like go!" But, but maybe they're, they're in, state, in that state. They're in the free state. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, but the the truly fascinating part was, thankfully for the impala, the so, the cheetah got scared off by something else. And it left. And so the Impala was left there in safety, right? It wasn't in danger anymore. It was being left alone. And it's and it started to revive itself. Mm. It wasn't literally dead, but it start you could see that it was began breathing heavily and give it more time. Okay. Then you see that the Impala is is now sitting up on the grass. And the body of this impala just starts wiggling and wiggling and wiggling, just jiggling in its place. <laughs> it just it, while sitting up, it's just jostling itself, and it looks really weird. But apparently, that's something that just naturally wild animals know to discharge and to process the energy, to process the the adrenaline or whatever, all the energy that gets built up from this traumatic experience that they just had. It's yeah, the wis- it's so... the wisdom of the the body, the biological wisdom that knows, okay, you gotta discharge this stuff. You just gotta let it go, let it go, let it go. And then after it's let go, then okay. You've gotten yeah. back to true equilibrium, not some kind of societally imposed idea of decorum and having it all together. No, you've actually discharged all this energy and you can, you know, resume. So okay. I kind of feel so like, kinda, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like, hey, maybe I need to. Yeah, I, literally, after I saw that video, I was like, oh, I kind of shook myself out and just kind of <laughs> thought, hey, you know, maybe I need to make this more of a regular practice. Kind of just wiggle and shake and discharge the energy well you know there is this thing that my friend told me about that is like exactly what you're saying okay and it's called trauma releasing exercise there we go tre right okay and my friend does this and she goes and she lives in this high okay sorry i don't know what that big engine's going by again she lives in a high-rise um apartment that 
all of her, it's all windows. But she's like, thank God no one can really see me. She goes, because if they saw what I was doing, they would think I was a crazy person. Because she does you're that shaking. wiggling thing. She yeah, you're shaking. shaking. And there's like a method to it. Like okay. you start with your back against the wall, oh. bracing yourself a bit with your knees bent. Okay. And then you just allow your legs to shake a little. Um, and then as you, re- as you consciously just release your body... Mm-hmm. Depending on what you have, what trauma you have stored in your body, you just start shaking uncontrollably. Wow! But there is a there there are exercises to do in order to really release that. But yeah, it talks about how these these traumas that are stuck in our body mm-hmm. really prevent us from our um, what is that called? From our spiritual growth, from like moving forward, from 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 growing. Yeah, it's like kind of like really... arrested development, right? Yeah, it's... yeah. So, so releasing it, you know, from the body. Mm, that's um, so neat. Which is also why, you know, massage, deep deep tissue massage, mm-hmm. can also be very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. Really trippy. Yeah. Yeah. But oh okay, so that was that's all fascinating that so stuff that we yeah. that we've learned and heard about, and now I'm interested in checking out that. Yeah, I what is that trauma right release? Um, it is called TRE, um, trauma releasing exercises. Huh, okay, yeah, trauma releasing exercises, and it was done. Let me see. So it sounds like that. That's an example of honoring, respecting, doing the process of feeling. The feelings. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So you got to take know, care you of You might that. not be and in then... a place where you can be shaking your <laughs> shaking yeah, yeah. yourself. <laughs> but sitting at your desk. But um, you know, it might really it might really be helpful to yeah maybe. to check it out yeah, yeah to yeah, check it out. Sure. But here I just pulled it up really fast, and it's basically it's um, their trademark. So it is something called it's tension. And trauma release exercises, or TRE, trademarked. Um, so it's a series of exercises that assist the body in releasing deep muscular patterns of stress, tension, and trauma hmm. by shaking and vibrating hmm. the body. Hmm. And ultimately, this calms the nervous, calms your nervous system. Because I do think that if you have had some kind of trauma, and it, it hasn't been released from the body right mentally you might think oh i went through therapy for that i got i'm done with that but the body is still holding on to it then your nervous system still thinks it's under that level of stress right so so your normal is on a level of stress so you're operating at that stressful Mm. level Mm. and you might not even know it Mm -hmm. because it's so normal it's normalized yeah so Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, so that's the way our conscious mind can help our subconscious, right? Our yes. conscious mind can be like, Hey, let me help you out with this TRE thing. And then use the conscious mind again to choose a new perception. Yes. And if all else fails, something that you can do that I have done and I have post-its by my spiritual area to look at in the morning is to really pray. Mm -hmm. I bless and release this situation. I bless and release 
and the person's name, if it's a person, right? I bless and release this circumstance. Bless it and release it. Mm. Um, so that's something really easy to just kind of resort to if you're just feeling too much that I can't let go of the feeling. Just bless and release it. Take deep breaths and bless and release it. Another thing you might want to do if you feel more like, okay, no, I want to do something more is before bed, you can think about how the day went and whatever situation happened that you are still feeling triggered by, perhaps, you can think of the situation and rewrite it in a way to how you would have liked to have responded to it, how your uh, higher, more wise self, how you would have liked that part of you Hmm. to have handled a situation. So if it was an argument and you feel like, God, I didn't handle that well, but it's bothering you, you're still in the emotions of it, it's hard to change your perception on it. Before bed, just redo it, replay it in your head, and replay it in a way that you wished it had gone, Mm. because you really send out that um, vibration. And even though you might think, oh, it doesn't really change anything. Again, we're energetic beings, first and foremost, and that is, it's going to change it, Mm. (laughs) even if it's not on such a... It's changing uh, your perception of it. It eventually will, you know, mm-hmm. just by just by having to choose, okay, what would I have wanted to have said? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you're imagining saying that thing, and then what would I have said next? That whole process is helping you to do yeah, that. Yeah. I think making any effort, like either the ones that you just described, or any effort at all at self-awareness, self-reflection, um, reflecting on, hey, what part did I play in creating this dynamic? that I'm complaining about now, you know, yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. or what lesson do I have? Making any kind of effort at all from that conscious side of ourselves is better than not. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, better, it's better than consciously saying, ah, oh, I'm going to keep, you know. I just like thinking. to complain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> all righty. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was a fun conversation. Or, I, or just where, shake. Where... Oh. <laughs> Wear a rubber band around your wrist, and every time you find yourself just bitching, snap yourself. (laughs) Okay, until next time. (laughs) And I'm not talking about those thin little rubber. I'm talking about like the thick one around celery or like around, you know, around like your your bunch of like You can't even put that around your wrist. It's too small. Oh, no, I guess celery. That's big. Okay. All righty, folks. Thanks for joining us. Woohoo! Until next time. <laughs> See you. And this is Toast. Woo! Wow, I didn't even have a coffee. Oh, gosh. Telling you. Let's give you one. Love life. Live free. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine? speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.